Panning the Globe to bring you the latest in Disney news. This is Mouse Planet Watch. Welcome to Mouse Planet Watch for August 2nd, 2007. And now, the news. We start off Mouse Planet Watch with the Walt Disney World update. With some breaking news, we've just found out that there's been a change to the annual pass holder discount policy. Uh, in the past, annual pass holders have been able to book up to three discounted rooms on one annual pass. However, uh, for the new policy says that for each discounted room, there must be one adult annual pass holder in the room. The annual pass holder will need to present a valid annual pass at the time of check-in to be eligible for the discount. Previously booked annual pass discounted reservations are not included in the new policy. Apparently this is very new and a lot of cast members may not enforce it, but uh, this has been confirmed by um, Sue Pizzaturo from Small World Vacations, Mass Planet's preferred travel provider. Um, she called twice to make sure, and this is apparently a new policy, so we'll follow up and try to get some more information, maybe some background on this uh, by the time that we put up Monday's park update next week, but we wanted to let you know about that. Another bit that we just found out is that apparently Oklahoma is going to be the first U.S. state to have an, quote, experience dedicated to it at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, where the will, there will be an exhibition of Oklahoma history and heritage. So... Go figure on that one. The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, speaking of that, the 12th annual event, which runs from September 28th to November 11th, the special dinners, wine schools, party for the senses, and other special events are all going on sale for reservations Monday morning at 7 a.m., the detailed descriptions of the events should be posted to the Walt Disney World website tomorrow. We will have a link to the correct location of, of the website in the show notes. Um, but I believe that you should be, just be able to get there by putting in disneyworld.com food. And as I said, tomorrow you should be able to get the details on what is going to be offered for the special events, and on Monday at 7, the frenzy begins of people trying to book these events before they sell out. Speaking of selling out, next January's Walt Disney World Marathon continues to sell well and is currently at 85% of registration capacity. The Family Fun Run 5K during the marathon weekend is at 50% of capacity, and, of course, the Half Marathon and Goofy's Race and a Half Challenge sold out long ago. Meanwhile, October's uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror races are also selling well. The 13K race is at 50% of capacity, and the 6.5K race is at 70% of capacity. We will have links to where you can register for those races in the show notes. Now... We often have stories about bad things happening at Disney, and it, it just is sort of a natural consequence of 
good things happening at Disney not being much of news. But um, here's a good news news story, um, kind of story that doesn't seem to get enough recognition when it does happen. Disney College Program cast member Paul Scherer, who is a former U.S. soldier, was working in Bell Services at Port Orleans Riverside. He was returning to the resort's main building after delivering some luggage when he heard some commotion at the resort's marina. He hopped onto his Pargo, uh, which is the uh, luggage cart, and uh, raced to the marina and found an upset young girl who said her four-year-old brother had slipped and fallen into the Sastagula River. Uh, He jumped off the Pargo at full speed into the water and felt around the bottom, found the boy, and pulled him up to safety. He received some recognition from Disney on July 10th, including a letter from Walt Disney World President Meg Crofton commending him for his bravery. So there's a great good news story from Walt Disney World. Not that the boy fell into the river, but that he, he was saved after he did. The PGA Tour golf tournament at Walt Disney World has found itself a new sponsor, finally, after the sponsorship with Funai expired after last year's tournament. Disney's been searching for a while to find a new sponsor. As has been rumored recently, uh, they did sign a six-year deal with the Children's Miracle Network. The tournament is now going to be known as the Children's Miracle Network Classic, presented by Walmart. That's a mouthful. Um, The agreement's going to go through year 2012, and uh, the cost of sponsoring the tournament is going to be underwritten by the network's corporate partners. Fundraising done uh, in conjunction with the tournament is going to benefit the network's 170 children's hospitals. We have a little bit of news that there will be a series of limited edition and open edition pins that are going to be released on October 1st in honor of Epcot's 25th anniversary. Um, We'll have a link to where you can see those pins in the show notes. There's a bunch of other news from the Walt Disney World update that does not fit in this week's show. So... We'll direct you to the Walt Disney World update and say that all that information and more is available online in the Walt Disney World Park update, which comes to you each week at mouseplanet.com. For more Walt Disney World news and information, check mouseplanet.com slash Walt Disney World. Back to you, Mike. And now, let's see what's happening on the other coast with Andrew Rich down at Mouse Planet Global Headquarters. Thanks, guys, and hey, howdy, hey, everyone. Andrew Rich here with your Mouse Planet Disneyland Resort update for the week of July 30th through August 5th. The Fall 2007 Mouse Adventure is now scheduled for Sunday, October 14th at the Disneyland Resort. The Mouse Adventure crew is pleased to present a brand new format for our fall event, I Spy Adventure. In this twist on the classic Mouse Adventure format, all of the quests are tweaked to include an I Spy element. If you're new to Mouse Adventure, I Spy are mystery photos taken somewhere in the Disneyland Resort, and the subjects aren't easy to find. 
Teams can once again choose to compete in the advanced, basic, or family divisions. Mouse Adventure registration is $75 per team, which does not include theme park admission. The game itself takes place inside Disneyland Park with pre-game sign-in and post-game awards taking place in the Paradise Pier Hotel. While waiting for the post-game awards, participants can cool off and relax at a dessert mixer at the Paradise Pier Hotel with Mouse Tales author and Mouse Planet columnist David Koenig, who will be presenting an epic multimedia extravaganza for your entertainment. Tickets for the optional dessert mixer are $20 per person. Awards will be presented at the Paradise Pier Hotel following the mixer, and all players are invited to come cheer for the winners. Registration will open on August 8th, and although we have slightly increased event capacity from our spring 2007 event, there is a firm limit on capacity, and we still expect to sell out very quickly. There's no waiting list once we reach capacity, so we encourage teams to register as soon as possible to avoid disappointment. Consider yourself warned, the spring event sold out in just six days. Information about available hotel discounts will be provided to teams once they register for the event. You can read more about Mouse Adventure at mouseplanet.com slash mouseadventure. Some of our returning teams have already begun to discuss strategy, otherwise known as taunting each other, on our Mousepad forums, and we've linked the discussion, which you can join and ask questions of returning players and Mouse Adventure crew from the show notes. The AMC Theater in Downtown Disney will host the world premiere of Disney's High School Musical 2 on Tuesday, August 14th. According to the Disney Channel press release, stars of the movie, along with director-choreographer Kenny Ortega and other celebrity guests, will walk the carpet in Downtown Disney prior to the 6 p.m. screening. Following the Downtown Disney festivities, they will attend an invitation-only poolside party at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa. There has been no word if fans of the film will be able to purchase tickets to the premiere, as was the case with the third Pirates of the Caribbean premiere at Disneyland, nor how or even if Disney will allow fans along the red carpet. We'll post more information as it becomes available. The high school musical pep rally in Disney's California Adventure will be replaced starting August 18th with an updated high school musical 2 Schools Out show based on the sequel. The final performance of the original pep rally was last weekend, giving the cast time to learn the new show. As expected and previously reported in this space, the Where Dreams Come True decorations have begun to disappear from around the Disneyland Resort, An additional Year of a Million Dreams collateral is popping up all around. The California letters in front of Disney's California Adventure have been covered with a cloud design, and the banners in the Esplanade have been replaced. Year of a Million Dreams banners also line the tram route from the Mickey and Friends parking structure. The metal swirls that grace the floral Mickey planter and entrance tunnels to Disneyland have vanished, as have the decorations on the lampposts of Main Street, USA. Tickets for Mickey's Halloween Treat went on sale on Wednesday, August 1st to the general public. Tickets are $39 per person, and discounted tickets are available to DVC members for $27 if purchased in person at any Disneyland Resort ticket booth anytime up to the day before the event. To properly kick off Mouse Adventure Weekend, Mouse Planet readers are invited to join their fellow readers at Mickey's Halloween Treat on Friday, October 12th. As we noted last week, the closure of the Disney Gallery has been delayed. The gallery is now scheduled to close on August 7th. The premium balcony seating for Fantasmic is currently scheduled to continue through August 5th, though some gallery cast members feel that there might be another extension. The reserved seating section along the Rivers of America is being expanded to accommodate additional guests once the balcony closes for good. The Los Angeles Times reported last week that the Gabrielino Tongva Indian tribe has presented the Garden Grove City Council with a proposal to build a massive casino, hotel, and stadium complex on a 40-acre plot south of the Disneyland Resort. 
The Segway Tour at DCA has now been available for a month or so, and the Orange County Register's Sarah Tully reviewed it last week. Her review is linked from the show notes. The only current attraction closure to report is in DCA, where most of the Midway games at Paradise Pier have now closed for an unknown duration for the construction of the Toy Story Mania attraction. And finally, Art Linkletter, who famously hosted Disneyland's opening day ceremonies in 1955, celebrated his 95th birthday last week. We at Mouse Planet wish him the best for the coming year. That's all for this week. For the latest Disneyland Resort news and information, check mouseplanet.com slash Disneyland. For Mouse Planet Watch, this is Andrew Rich at Mouse Planet Global Headquarters. Mark and Mike, back to you. Thanks, Andrew. Mark, what's going on with the rest of the Walt Disney Company itself? Well, we'll start off overseas as Euro Disney SCA has reported its revenues for the most recent quarter, plus the nine months ended June 30th. And revenues are up. Overall revenues are um, up in just about every category, both for the quarter ended June 30th and the nine months ended June 30th. Theme park revenue is up 8.1% for the quarter. Hotels in Disney Village are up 21.3% for the quarter. Resorts are up 12%. Total revenues are up 12.2%. For the nine-month period, theme parks are up 11.4%. Hotels in Disney Village, 15.4%. Resorts, 12%. Total revenues, 10.6%. The real estate development segment has gone down. That was a planned change as they've been moving away from some of what they've been doing there. And then other income has dropped as well by 4.3% for the nine months. But it appears overall that the changes that they're making, including the addition of Crush's Coaster and Cars Race Rally at the Walt Disney Studios Park are doing a good deal to increase uh, attendance. Plus, also don't forget that they've got the park's 15th anniversary going on this year, which probably also brought in a bunch of people. But in any case, Euro Disney revenues are on the rise. And uh, when the Tower of Terror opens it's likely that they'll continue to rise. Staying overseas for the moment, Orange UK has signed a licensing agreement with Disney ABC International Television. The multi-year agreement is going to include video on demand in both the digital television and internet-based services. Orange is planning to launch IPTV service later this year. Content is going to include films from the Walt Disney Pictures, Touchstone, and Miramax banners. We had Euro Disney revenue a little while ago, and the Walt Disney Company itself is going to report financial results for this year's third quarter. Uh, Actually, as this show goes live, they will have been reported last night, reported Wednesday, August 1st, at 4.15 p.m. Eastern. So we will have a review of that in next week's show. However, Wall Street analysts are are expecting earnings to be $0.55 per share on revenue of $9.04 billion versus last year $0.53 per share on revenue of $8.62 billion. 
So uh, analysts are expecting an increase despite the um, stock market drop recently. We'll see if um, the earnings do anything to pick the stock values up. While the idea of using Remy the Rat to sell wine seemed a great match, Disney seemed to overlook a few things. First, the label of the wine, which was to be sold through Costco, featured Remy holding a glass of wine. However, the Wine Institute of California follows a code which bans the use of advertising that might appeal to those who are underage by use of young models or cartoon characters. In addition, the Institute is also apparently concerned that the wine is French, a Chardonnay from the Burgundy region, though the Institute denies that that is a problem. Of course, the wine should be French since Remy is from France. But Disney and Costco will only note that they've decided not to go ahead with the sale of the product, which was scheduled to go on sale in August. There were only 500 cases of the wine to begin with, so it would not have been a huge product launch anyway. Disney announced last Wednesday that they would end cigarette smoking in Disney-labeled films. It'll discourage depictions of cigarette smoking in its films and will place an anti-smoking public service announcement on DVDs of any future film that does depict smoking. They will also encourage theater owners to show anti-smoking public service announcements before the theatrical showing of any such film. In addition to discouraging smoking in all films from the Disney Touchstone and Miramax labels, Disney expects that the depictions of smoking in future Disney-branded films will be non-existent. Universal jumped in, saying that it instituted a policy to reduce smoking in youth-oriented films back in April, but didn't say anything about it publicly until Wednesday. Yeah, we were going to do it too. Um, actually, uh, you know, I think that this is a great example of Disney taking the leadership and pushing to publicly say that they are going to do things to try to promote more healthful alternatives and things that are positive for their customers. Just as with the Healthy Foods Initiative, Disney has gone out there and said that they are going to do what is best for their customers and other theme parks have jumped onto the bandwagon with the healthy food following Disney, and we can only hope that other um, studios will follow along with smoking. Now, obviously, certain period pieces will require smoking, and other more intense films may use smoking to um, define characters, but for the most part, a lot of the smoking doesn't really need to be in those movies that it's in, and it would be nice to see it removed from there so as not to encourage kids or younger adults to smoke. What time is it? The first single from the High School Musical 2 soundtrack debuted at number one on the top singles chart. The soundtrack itself will be available on August 14th, three days before the movie premieres on the Disney Channel. The single sold 87,000 physical CD singles and 31,200 digital singles. It's at number 6 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart and is number 3 on Radio Disney's Top 30 Countdown. The song was written by Matthew Gerard and Robbie Neville, who wrote We're All In This Together and started something new for the first movie. 
The music video for the song premiered on June 9th on the Disney Channel, helping to drive sales. The original High School Musical soundtrack placed an unprecedented nine songs on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, with five of them in the top 40. We'll have to wait to see how the second movie soundtrack does. We already told you a couple weeks ago about the Power Rangers anniversary celebration at Comic-Con, but we apparently didn't realize that there was a whole anniversary tour. The 15-city tour, 15 years, 15 cities, get it? Features games and activities such as the Morphin Obstacle Course, the prize chamber where you can grab prizes in a wind tunnel, and the training stage where young fans can learn Power Rangers moves. The rest of the featured events from the Comic-Con stop will also be on the tour. Tour cities are San Diego, Toronto, New Jersey or New York City, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Orlando, Atlanta, Bentonville, Arkansas, Dallas, Phoenix, Las Vegas, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. We'll have more details about the tour in the show notes. There's some Narnia news coming out of Comic-Con, as producer Mark Johnson told the audience that Disney plans to release films based on all seven Narnia books, one each May. It's hoped that work on Voyage of the Dawn Treader will begin in January or February as Prince Caspian wraps up. Prince Caspian is scheduled for a May 16, 2008 release, and Voyage of the Dawn Treader is already penciled in for May 1, 2009. Comic-Con also provided a sneak peek at Wall-E, Pixar's next film. For a look at some of the film's backstory, you can go to www.buyandlarge.com. We'll put a link in the show notes. The 22nd Annual Imagine Awards, uh, which encourage and recognize the positive portrayal of Latinos in all media and to increase Latino representation at all levels of the entertainment industry, were given out last Saturday night. The Special President's Award was given to the Disney ABC Television Group, and the Creative Achievement Award went to America Ferreira, star of ABC's Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty also won for Best Primetime Program, Best Actress for America Ferreira, Best Supporting Actress for Ana Ortiz. Other Disney winners include um, Best Supporting Actress in Film for Dalia Hernandez and Best Supporting Actor for Film for Gerardo Terracena, both for Apocalypto. Just a side note also that Disney ABC Television Group was the premier sponsor of the Imagine Awards. And finally, on the movies, tomorrow sees the opening of the next two films coming out of Disney, of course, Underdog, and also the Miramax film Becoming Jane opens on a limited basis. It'll expand to a much wider distribution next week. This week's box office was dominated, of course, by the Simpsons movie. But Ratatouille held on to the number seven spot, pulling in $7.4 million, bringing its take to $179.9 million. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End dropped from 14th down to 22nd, taking in just $405,000 in 298 theaters. It has now fallen behind Shrek the Third, Fantastic Four, 
and Ocean's 13 in this week's take, despite the fact that it was expected to stay well above them for the rest of the summer. It did just edge out Spider-Man, which was in 25th place. Meet the Robinsons was in 27th place with 169,000. And Wild Hogs is still in 32nd place with $113,000. Still slowly padding its uh, take. But uh, if we're looking at the box office derby for the summer so far, Spider-Man 3 is still comfortably in the lead with $336 million. Shrek the Third is in second at $319.8 million. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End is at $306.9 almost. Transformers, which took in $11.6 million this week, is at $284.6 million. So if it continues at that pace or even something close to that pace, it could catch Pirates of the Caribbean in the next month. And Harry Potter is at $242.4 million and still going strong, taking in $17.7 million this year. So it's entirely possible that by the end of the summer, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End might find itself in fifth place for the summer. We'll see how that goes. And that'll wrap it up for the Mouse Planet Watch this week. Thanks, Mark. Let us know what you think of the show or any of the news that we're reporting. Email us at podcast at mouseplanet.com or call our toll-free feedback line at 1-866-939-2278. Don't forget to fill out our listener survey, which is linked from the show notes. And also take a look at our Mouse Station, Mouse Planet Watch Cafe Press Store, at cafepress.com slash mouse station. That way you can get your t-shirts that say you listen to Mouse Station and Mouse Planet Watch. Please go out to the iTunes podcast directory, give us a good rating, and vote on the helpfulness of the other ratings. The higher our rating is, the more people will be able to find us. We'd also like to thank our West Coast correspondent, Andrew Rich, and sound editor and audio engineer, Stephen Ng. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with more news on Mouse Planet Watch. How would you like to use your podcasting skills to give back to your community? Hello, this is Doug Kay from the Conversations Network, and I'd like to invite you to become a stringer for Podcore.org. Podcore.org is an experiment in crowdsourcing to record audio or video of spoken word events. You tell us where you live and what you can handle, and we'll match you up with great events that need your help to get published online. It's all volunteer, nonprofit, and a great way to use and improve your skills. Just go to podcore.org today and join our team. Thanks.